0: up, everyone? It is your host, Aaron Karanos, once again, with the name, man. Chris, cheers how are you doing, bro. Doing good, brother. How are you doing? Doing good as well, up on a late night print out these nice episodes, <laughs> but it's all good. We were watching the Conga cap, uh, uh North Europa America, league. Europa oh, League, no, no, no. We Champions watching Conga Cap Champions League. league. It's, it was... Pretty, it was it. Monterrey uh, was destroying this
1: team. Yeah, I think after this round, in the Concacaf Champions League will be a lot better. <laughs> it'll be a lot better. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, I was like, destroyed. yeah,
0: there was like, it was like eight nil yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh
1: my god. Yeah, eight 0 yesterday, or like two nights ago. There was one yesterday that Nagui was like five one. Yeah, games five one. Oh, yeah, bad. it was just
0: bad. It was just bad. But we're not here to talk about Concacaf North American stuff. We're here to talk about European Champions League. We might get into that. Maybe in the, in the in the semifinals in the semifinals because well, those are actually some pretty good yeah, games. Yeah, not bad. So, yeah. But anyways, like you said. But anyway, <laughs> so uh,
1: this is for the I, Champions League and the Europa League.
0: Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. It's for the Champions League. We ain't yeah, here for that? we ain't here for you know North America stuff. Except for the semifinals, but we're here <laughs> for the Champions League in Europe and all that. So, Thanks, enough chit chat. Let's dive into this. So first, we have the biggest game. That everyone was anticipating. PSG, Bayern Munich in Paris. Ending 1-0 to Bayern. But PSG ultimately advancing in this this draw. Chris, tell me what you think about the
1: game. Uh, What to say? Um, I truly believe... All I can say, Bayern is out, right? Mm -hmm. But I truly believe that if Bayern Munich had Gnabry and Lewandowski it would be completely different. I agree. I think that, you know, obviously PSU is a good team, but they're not as good, in my opinion, as Bayern Munich. Obviously, they have players like Mbappe, Neymar, you know, you know, top-drawer, top-quality players, but they're not as good of a team as Bayern Munich. And if Lewandowski, at least if Lewandowski played in this game, would have been a lot better. I'm very, very disappointed with Kuman. Or not Coleman, that's Barca's coach. Coleman <laughs> and uh and Leroy Sane within both legs, but Sane played a lot better this game. But Kingsley Coleman was just it was just you know, he I think I feel like he tried doing way too much. And I feel like both of those players held on to the ball, you know, a second more than what they should have. And by God, you know, Sane needs to work on his right foot. A lot, you know. I yeah. feel like every single time I went to his right foot, he just feels the need to cut back to his left. It's like, bro, if you would just go to your right and rely on your right foot, everything would be so much cleaner, so much quicker, you know. But, but yeah, you know, PSG advanced. They play uh, a really good team in the semifinal, so that is We'll true. see what that happens then. But, you know, I feel like this was for Bayern to, to advance, you know. Any other year, Bayern against PSG, when you look at both teams, a full squad against a full squad, Bayern's winning this nine times out of ten. But given the circumstances and the players that they had out, especially during, you know, because of international break, I f- truly believe that's why PSG's advancing. Especially, and with Kaylor Navas's, you know, spectacular performances from uh, from the goal. But
0: Yeah, no, nah, it was... Not to lie, PSG actually played really better this leg than in the first leg. Yeah. Neymar definitely made um his presence known mm-hmm. hitting the post twice yeah i think that would have, definitely could have changed the tie real quick because if he would have you know banged they had a lot of shots and in the first half they were banging them in on lawyer yeah. and neymar missed one where like right in like the 13th minute when yeah. we thought it was going in but lawyer just saved it off his chest right um he um absolutely cooked um with a little body thing And I thought I was going in the
1: top corner. I was like, yo, that is... The little, like, Cruyff turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with the inside of his boot off the crossbar. Mm -hmm. Then he had the other one. Nice play. Off the post. Off the post. And then he missed a one-on-one with Neuer as well. The one that Mbappe, I I thought he should have shot that one, but he ended up laying it off to him. Yeah,
0: but no, PSG played well this, you know, this leg. And I was really shocked that, you know, they were that aggressive. I thought they were going to play a lot more reserve. Yeah. Because... Well, we saw against Barca how they were playing um, them in the second leg. They were a lot more reserved, a lot more, you know, sit back and go for the counter. I thought they were going to do that. That's what we were assuming that they were going to do that. But they actually played somewhat offensive, and you know, they didn't let Bayern, you know, press them as high up the pitch as yeah.
1: they typically do. And I think they learned their lesson also playing against Barca. You know, like we were like you were saying in the first leg. You know, PSG went all out. Second leg, they they played very reserved. And if that bar- and I think they learned the lesson because that Barca team, if they were 100 percent and had you know better players, more clinical finishers, that they would have been knocked out. You know, so I feel like Pochettino looked into this leg thinking, "All right, you know, I went all out in the first leg, ended up catching the dub again. I can't play as reserved as I did against Barca because a team like Bayern will punish me, yeah. or punish us. So I think that's you know that's the mentality that he had going to the second leg." And, uh, yeah, and I, and I 100% agree, you know, PSG played a lot better in, the, in, in this in this second leg, but I think overall, if they had, you know, like, uh, players like um, Lewandowski, Nabry, they definitely would have, I don't think they would have thrashed PSG, but they definitely would have, it would have been a, a lot more intense, a lot more goals, more finishes, I feel like if those two players would have played, you know, those chances that Neymar missed, probably wouldn't have missed, because those would have been clinical opportunities, and... Exactly. And if and if you know and if those players did play and it was the other way around, we'd be sitting here, you know, talking about how, you know, oh my gosh, Neymar, is he really a top player? Can he really finish? These obviously he's obviously the top player, but is he a, a a clinical player? You know, like a a player built for big games? Because if he would have missed those chances with those players in the game, you know, those those other guys don't don't forgive and they punish. So exactly. Uh, but yeah, you know this might be their year, you know, PSG lost to Bayern last year in the final got the revenge this year you know, this is, they've they already knocked out Barcelona, knocked out uh, Bayern, and then they have to face Man City so, their their, uh, the matches they have to play to reach to the final are not easy, so, this, yeah. I feel like this could be their year, you know you know, this these types of games build char- builds character, and, and does a lot for them, so, we'll yeah. see
0: yeah, I, I I agree on that, and um, yeah, going back to Bayern, yeah, I didn't like I don't know what was going on with um yeah, there's just their strike force was just lacking. It was extremely lacking, even though Moting, he's an all right striker, but he ain't Lewandowski, right. and it just
1: showed the quality between him
0: and right. Lewandowski is just night and day.
1: Right, and that's and that's crazy too, because Lewandowski. I mean, uh, Moting had two goals, and you know, within both these games, great you know great stats you know but it's just the one is just a different breed different animal different animal so
0: yeah but yeah judo's psg your boy got that one right yeah whatever can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> thought that was freaking byron nah get out of here byron psg <laughs> all the way but we go on to the second game that happened that day which was porto versus chelsea and knock on line it literally the goal of the tournament was In this game, and I was astonished by the goal. Oh, yeah. It was absolutely gorgeous. Like, everyone's been replaying it. It is lovely. It is one of the nicest bicycle kicks I've ever seen. Yeah,
1: if you haven't seen it, check it out. Like, literally just
0: YouTube it. It is everywhere. It's fantastic. But not going to lie, Porto Porto had chances this game. You know, they definitely had more of the clear chances. You know, it was really an open game from both teams. Um, Pulisic missed a couple chances. Yeah. Throughout the game, um, it just showed that Chelsea's strike force is, you know, not as good as, you know, like we said this entire season, their strike force is literally the only thing that's letting them down. Yeah, it's the only thing that's lacking right now. Exactly. Like, Pulisic had missed a couple. Mount missed a couple. Yeah,
1: um, yeah they just weren't, you know, couldn't finish their chances in front of goal. Yeah, yeah they just weren't clinical enough. And uh, uh, Porto looked like they were playing for a no-no draw for most, of the, you know, majority of the game, which is surprising because, you know... Chelsea is a good team, but they also knocked out Juventus. So I thought we were gonna see a lot more of that Porto side, but but not really. And I feel like they, you know, Porto didn't try to 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 you know to do some damage until like the last like fifteen twenty minutes of the game, which is when they started putting you know putting their attacking players in. So weird, you know. I feel like if they definitely would have gone out and 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 fought for this for this one, it definitely would have been a different game. But but you know. Goodness, that finish was incredible. It was incredible. <laughs> it's
0: literally stunning. Right? <laughs> but, um, Porter Porto had chances this game. Um, Marenga had missed. Remember when, um, who was that played it back to, uh, Men- Mendy played a ball out. Moranga cut it off. I thought he was going to yeah. curve that around the, or, like, give it a cross. But, obviously, Mendy blocked it, went out for a corner. But they had chances to capitalize. And then just, you know, um, I think they play well. Yeah, they didn't really look like they were putting an offensive, um, presence, offense, presence mm-hmm. until like, like towards the end like you said but i think they played well for you know the standard that we um we like present with porto right you know like porto oh it's just porto they right. played well against yeah, chelsea yeah, you know sure. it was only 2-1 if they scored another one that's a whole different game yeah exactly so it's you know the stigma definitely has changed with these lower like portuguese teams like they yeah. ain't no slouch to talk about
1: Right, uh, yeah, definitely, and, uh, you know, like you said, in the 2-1, they would have put another one away, would have gone into overtime, and then who knows, you know, they uh, they definitely could have knocked Chelsea out, so, so uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with Porto, you know, the Portuguese league has some has some really good teams, like Sporting, Benfica, you know, and if I'm not mistaken, you know, Porto is not even in, in you know, in first this year, so. Yeah. So, you know, these, these, these teams that a lot of people sleep on, you know, they gotta they gotta watch their backs because any given day, whether it's Champions League or whatever it is, Europa League, a lot of these lower teams or not lower teams, but I guess not as uh teams that you expect to do. Yeah, well. exactly. Those teams would, would, you know, can can give you run for your money any any, yeah. any given day, so so you know, unfortunate for Porto. You know, I did want an underdog story, but I guess that won't be happening this year. Uh, uh, hey, a we, lot of big hey, clubs. We, hey, we, at least we both got the you know Chelsea team right. So yeah, at least we both got yeah, it right for our brackets. You yeah, know. for our brackets. We're still so, pretty upset. Feel so
0: bad. Feel bad for my dad though. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> your dad was going
1: for 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 PSG. Uh, he was going for, for the Porto, full yeah. underdog story. underdog. He wanted it. He, he wanted felt it. it. He was close. I mean, you know. he was
0: close. I mean, hey. 2-1 2-1 two two So yeah, it, yeah. It, it wasn't far off But yeah um, <laughs> Prius to Porto They played well In the Champions League Yeah You know But Chelsea moves on Come on Blues Yes sir Come on Blues Let's go, go. But We move on to the ga- next game Which is Liverpool Versus Real Madrid And oh my This game was very oh, frustrating Super frustrating So frustrating,
1: frustrating. Why well, can't they finish? <laughs> literally Why can't Liverpool finish? Dude Salah had a Was what Like on the PK spot On the 6th And he couldn't and he struck it right down the middle to Courtois, like on his bro, left foot. On his left foot, isn't even on your weak foot, bro. Put that away. You put that away in the first half. That's a different game. You, it's three two in aggregate. You score one more, and then that, and then you knock out Madrid because he scored the away goal.
0: Exactly, like you literally, it was in the first like first couple minutes. Yeah, it like, was the first couple minutes. Yeah. they gave the ball away. You're one on one with Courtois, and you blasted Drake out of Right. And that could have literally changed the entire game. Right. They had so many chances. Liverpool actually dominated yes. Real Madrid this entire yes. game. Yeah. Like, they dominated them. It dominated wasn't even close. Like, Madrid had one crappy chance where Benzema hit the post like, yeah. so soft. But literally... Off of the, the deflection. Off of yeah, the deflection. Yeah, yeah, off of but the other than, yeah, but other than that, man, it was just, Liverpool just going at Madrid and they yeah. had so many chances and they could not finish
1: anything it's like as if Madrid it's like as if Liverpool didn't did not want to knock at Madrid you know they they just you know can put the chances away and in games like this especially when you're trailing you have to put those chances away you know especially like we were saying Salah, in the first couple minutes you put that away in the first half you can you can you can you know you can always put one oh, another one oh another one away in the first half you know and and just you know the smooth sail and keep attacking Madrid and, and force them to change their game plan, you know. But they just yeah. couldn't score to save their life. Games. Yeah, Salah missed two, in my
0: opinion. Yeah, that he, literally, that he finishes regularly. Right, he had one where it was um, Mana gave a ball directly um, across that, the, he crossed it in. Salah took a good first touch on his left foot. On the penalty spot, and he tries to chip it in the... Like, bend it in the top corner, and it barely goes over. And I'm like, dude, yeah. no one was around you. Right. You literally could have placed that in the corner. Right, but, exactly. And then didn't blast one when Trent crossed the back. He blasted yeah. over it, and I was like, all you had to do was just place it. You didn't yeah, have to exactly. blast
1: it. No one was on you. You literally took a touch. Yeah. So, I don't and know. I feel like that's what's going on with Liverpool this season as well. Like, when they're in front of goal, they seem rushed. You know? I feel like... The struggles within the club and within like the the team definitely is a lot deeper than what most people think, and you know even to their strikers, when it comes to finishing chances they rush and instead of being composed as we normally are as, as we are used to seeing them in the last couple of years they just look rushed, they look pressured. You know they don't feel comfortable. They don't look comfortable when they have the ball when they're in those in those in the, in, in those chances. So. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't look good for Liverpool. Yeah, it and, doesn't look good for them. Yeah. And
0: to be honest, they didn't even play bad defense. Like, no, they, they didn't look bad. They
1: didn't look bad. They looked good this entire
0: game. It's just they their strike force couldn't finish. Firmino couldn't finish anything. Yeah. Salah couldn't finish. Obviously, Salah couldn't finish anything. Mane didn't really have any chances. So it was just like, they couldn't finish anything. And that's,
1: yeah, and that's been a big issue this season. So they definitely need to, Liverpool definitely needs to figure something out. You know, because, yeah. uh, as it's looking right now, you know, they're out of Champions League. They're out of any, every competition or anything that they have left is a prem. So, they're going to have to fight hard to, to get into, you know, one of those Champions League spots. If not, they're going to be either in Europa League or out of Europe next season. So. Exactly. So, it's um, not looking good for them. But
0: from Real Madrid standpoint, they didn't look good this game. Yeah. I didn't I didn't, I didn't really... Could fatigue maybe from a Clásico? I mean, I don't po- know. Possibly, but still, they were sitting back, you know, Clásico too. So, mm-hmm. it's just like... You know, you're sitting back against these big leagues. You guys guys, against Barca, you sit back against Liverpool. It may be a little bit of fatigue because they played, you know, sa- they played Saturday, yeah. and they played one- Wednesday. It may be a little bit of fatigue, but they still didn't look good. Yeah. You know, they really have many chances on target.
1: Yeah, I think they went into this game also knowing that Liverpool was going to throw everything they could at them. So the game plan could have been easily, you know, just absorb the pressure, you know. Try to win as many 50-50s as, as possible, play an ugly game, you know, but definitely try to come out with the win or, you know, the draw as they did. So that could have been the game plan all along, you know, they they, they got the job done at home, with especially with Vinicius having the brace and having the two-goal advantage. So they could have just been, you know, sitting back, not thinking much out of this one and, and, and just look forward to the next one as long as they did all the things right in this game, which they did. You know, they didn't score, but they didn't concede either. So, yeah. um, that was, I think, that was definitely a very, very important part in their game plan. So. Yeah.
0: yeah, I agree on that. Yo, what did you think about Casemiro's challenge on James Miller? uh yo, That was that was dirty. Pretty, it was dirty. That was sure. very dirty. I was like, um, yo,
1: that is, oof. Yeah, that it was, was rough. It was definitely bad. Um, but then James Miller at the same time, we in the game, went into a, a nasty challenge on Benzema's ankle as well. So, it could have been the teammate just standing in front of the teammate, you know. Possibly. Uh, you know, I'm sure you've done it too. I've done it, in, you know, when I played, so. Yeah, of course. Not, you know, a men's league. Yeah. But, but, like, you know, playing in a competitive yeah. league. You're playing in a competitive environment. environment. Yeah. yeah, you know, you have to look out for your teammates. So, it could have been just that, but it was a crunching tackle. <laughs> that was a very crunching. I was yeah. like, yo, that is. Uh, but I feel like Liverpool did not use that to their advantage also, you know. You know, it's it's in the first half when Casemiro got shown a yellow card. Within, like, the first, what, like, 20, 20 minutes? It was, like, 20 minutes. It was, like, yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, Definitely early on. So I feel like they could have used that to their advantage, you know, have the ball around Casemiro, you know, kind of just get him out of his game and, and, and force him to get a second yellow, you know, whether you get into his mind or, or hold on to the ball a second a second sooner and draw draw a bad challenge or something. And he would have had a second yellow, would have been out, you know, and then that definitely would have helped Liverpool, I think. But, you know, those are, the like little things that you also have to see within the game and, and tweak those little things so that you can play that to your advantage. And I feel like Liverpool just did not do that. Yeah, they didn't do, do so. it for advantage. And,
0: yeah, I don't know what's going on with Liverpool, but, you know, they they had a good performance, but they just couldn't finish anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's
0: pretty much the story. Liverpool had a, good, had a good thing, but, you know, they just couldn't finish anything. But, yeah, on to the final game, which was insane, like, a thrilling game. It was uh, Borussia Dortmund versus Manchester City. Yes, sir. Man City coming out with a 2-1 victory. 4-2 on
1: aggregate,
0: right? 4-2 on aggregate. Thank God. Because in the first 15
1: to 20 minutes, it looked scary. It looked really scary. It went 1-0 at half, right? It was 1-0 at half. And with that scoreline, it was 2-2 aggregate. Dortmund was going through. But Bellingham. Oh Yo, my god! You're not gonna
0: lie. I thought Ederson should have saved that.
1: I thought so too. But Bellingham's a baller, bro. He's he, nice. He is nice, but in my
0: opinion, Ederson should have saved that one. Yeah, he definitely he got a palm to it. He Even definitely more
1: of a fingertip. It wasn't a palm. Come well,
0: on. if it was a palm, if he would have gotten there faster, if it was
1: yeah. a palm, that's a save. Yeah, I think I think his you know Bellingham's placement just for how close he was was perfect, and you know Edison only got fingertips to it, so it was definitely touched. I mean, definitely tough to to uh you know to knock it out but but a great finish you know yeah it was and a Beth, great finish. you know Jude Bellingham played a great game it was phenomenal during both legs and you know he obviously had the the one goal in the first leg that got called back so shoot you know as a 17 year old playing this well even praise uh even Pep Guardiola was praising him after the game you know, he was saying, "Oh my gosh, this kid. There's no way this kid's 17 years old. He, you know, just his awareness, his ability. He's he's just way too good. He's yeah. basically saying this kid is lying about his age. He's way too good to be 17 years old." <laughs> and but yeah, he that kid's nice. He's really really good. Yeah, so a player to watch. Yeah, player
0: to watch. Jude Bellingham. He's a baller. But yeah, I think after you know first 20 minutes, Man City just turned it on, and they were just yeah, it was shot after shot. You were just
1: expecting it.
0: But I want to get your opinion on. The handball. What was Emery Chan,
1: Chan doing? What was he doing? Emery handball, yeah. What was he doing? Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, when they called the handball, I certainly thought it was. But I wasn't... You know, look you know obviously with like the VARs and all the controversies and what is a handball and what isn't a handball nowadays, I, I wasn't going to be surprised if they decided to call it back. Only because it did hit his head first, then it hit his arm. So when I saw the play happen, I was like, you know, I, I would call it a handball, but because I- it was out of an, it wasn't a natural position. But I was like, you know, based on what referees are calling nowadays in VAR, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they go back on the decision. But yeah, I feel like because there was no one really there when Emre Chan handed the ball. You know, I just don't think he knew what was around him. So mostly just of his lack of awareness. And not knowing what was behind him, which is as to why he stuck his arm that way. But in my opinion, it's a handball. Um, and obviously that helped Man City because Marnes converted to PK. But yeah. I don't know. And what do you think about it?
0: I mean, in my, in my opinion, I'm just questioning
1: why are you sticking your arm out?
0: Oh, yeah. Why, like, why are you sticking your arm out in that unusual position? Yeah. Like Essentially, when I rewatched it, I was like, you're asking for a penalty. Yeah, like That's sure. essentially what you're doing. You're ask, like, Man City has all the momentum. They have everything pushing forward. And then you go and do that. You're literally asking for the penalty to be called. Like you're literally being like, okay, here's the goal that you need to, you know, right. get your, you know, get the Man City boat going and all that. And then after that, Man City just, you know, cruise for the rest of the game. Yeah, <laughs> and that's <laughs>
1: typically what you see, like in the middle of the field, or when you're trying to break a counter. You know, that that arm out there. But you know, to do that in your box was uh, was, was very very dumb in my opinion. But you know, he ended up getting the the, the you know that. They ended up calling the PK. Mars ended up converting it, and then Phil Foden strike on the second goal. Yo, I want to get your opinion on that. Why did he make a sub on
0: that play when Man City has a corner, and you know that the hood was actually marking that space right yeah. there, and Dorian Hazard instead of covering the space goes to the goes to the. Uh, corner, yeah. Leaves vote voting wide open, easy banger. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I'm like, why? I want to get your opinion. Like, as a manager, would you have done that? Like, Man City corner, would you have made that substitution then?
1: Uh, no. You know, I typically see the way that I read the game. You know, uh, if it's if it's a sub on a corner, you're most likely gonna see it because. It's a you know a player you know you or basically you, you, your squad is short right, so then you'll throw in like a tall center back or something like that to close out the game and and you know and to win it. But in this case, it was silly because or I wouldn't say it was silly, but it was it was strange because obviously Dolman needed to score a goal to it uh, to advance. Oh no, they were fine. They were they were tied. Yeah, they were tied. So no, with, they had to score. It was three. No. It was Oh you're right, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. because the first game ended was was yeah, two one. So they so they to, they, they, had to a, they had a score. Yeah. Right? So they weren't gonna throw in a center back in this game. Um they had to throw some you know, they had to throw an attacker, so they took out a center defensive mid, which is the hoot, put in Thorgan Hazard. I understand that completely, but if you're gonna do that as well, you have to tell the guy where you're going. You know? He went into he didn't he went to the corner, wasn't marking anyone, and left just Phil Foden on the top of the box wide open. And I feel like that's more of the manager's fault and Hazard's fault to not read that and to see this guy's oh this guy who can strike a ball is on top of R eighteen with a clear shot at goal. So it would it honestly it, I think was just a just a brain fart. I I couldn't tell you, but it literally made no sense. It, in my opinion, I I rewatched
0: it. I was like. He literally, you see, Thorian Hazard go to the corner, yeah, and then he sprints back to go mark his man because he
1: knows he messed up. I messed up because he was marking space. He wasn't doing anything. Go cover the man. You know, you can. There's no point in marking space. Space is not gonna gonna dribble by or take a shot. (laughs) Go mark the man that's gonna that's in the most dangerous position. Which was Fulford in that part. Besides, you know, the center back trying to be in the box like Ruben Diaz trying to catch a header, but. Yeah, it made no sense to me.
0: I yeah, I, I was very confused, and then that obviously led to Phil and the field goal, and you know that's the end of the draw. Yeah, you saw Dude. the celebration. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, just goes a pep and just, goes the pep. Yeah, <laughs> just I love it. I was yeah, like, yeah. yes. And then, but yeah, they, in my opinion, Man City. They just dominated the game. De Bruyne had a fantastic game. Oh yeah, he had. Yeah, he, had, very he active. should have had two
1: goals. Very active. Yeah, there was the one where he he tried placing into the bottom corner. And and the goalie just ended up getting there mm-hmm. taking making you know making a tip save, pushing it out for the corner. I think that was, yeah, yeah, that was, that was the play that Phil Foden scored after. Yeah, that was yeah, literally yeah. the play. He's passing but, uh, the corner and then. Yeah. He was that, that you definitely <laughs> saw that he was very upset because he wanted to to finish the game off. But uh but luckily, you know, he has Phil Foden there and you know, Dorman didn't do what they had to do, so <laughs>
0: Yeah, he was so confused, he was just like, Oh, what's going on? And yeah. This, yeah, but then he had another one in the first half. I don't, he, like, was stumbling and then yeah, bangs yeah. it and almost goes in the yeah, top yeah. ends. I was like, what?
1: Right. didn't hit the crossbar? It hit the crossbar. Hit the crossbar, right. crossbar yeah, yeah.
0: It literally almost went top corner. I was like, that is the weirdest, like, shot I've ever seen. Because he was, like, yeah. stumbling and then he just, like, swings his, you know, turns his hips and just right. goes top corner.
1: Surprised yeah. he didn't, like, tear his knee or something. Yeah, That's I was crazy. like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. I was like, but hey. But Man City played well. Yeah. You know, Dorman, they had, they had a few chances, but most of the chances were blocked by Man City's. You know, in the yeah. first, in the first, I think in the first fifteen, if they could have capitalized on more opportunities, they could have won the tie. But yeah. since they didn't, they only got one, and then Man City just dominated for the rest of the you know the, to
1: do seventy minutes yeah. after the first twenty, it was just literally. Was a wrap. Dortmund got in their way in this game because you know, like you were saying, they were blocking a lot of chances. You know, the goalie didn't really do much. He had a couple of saves, but a lot of the times it was the back line that was you know, compact and, and make and you know, block a lot of uh, Man City shots. And then two silly mistakes, you know, Chan's handball and Hazard not marking full foot and is eliminated eliminated them in this round, even though Man City was a better team in terms of the possession and stuff like that. Dortmund, if they just would have remained focused throughout the ninety minutes, it definitely would have gone through.
0: But. Yeah, I agree on that. I agree on that. But that sets up a mighty, mighty fine oh, semi final. I love it. Two amazing games First being Real Madrid versus Chelsea. Oof, what a game. That yeah. is a game and a half. And then the major one, Manchester City. Is your versus, bracket
1: 100% right now?
0: No, my dad's bracket is 100 No, your bracket is 100%. No, because I wanted Bayern to go through. Oh, you want Bayern. No, my bracket's I not one It's because I wanted Liverpool to go through. Oh, you're right. You're so, right, you're right. so we're both off. We're both one. off by one team. But, wow, what two games we have. We have Real Madrid, Chelsea, and Manchester City versus PSG. Whew. Whew. Wow. What a game. What game? What a game! There, that Manchester City PSG game is gonna be.
1: Who do you in. have going through? Don't give me scorelines, nothing. Just which team is gonna just gonna go through? What's gonna well, be the Champions League final? I picked based on my bracket. Yeah,
0: got Man City versus Chelsea. Man yeah, City Chelsea. Too. I did have Man
1: City Chelsea. Man City, we both I think, had Man City Chelsea. I think. Finals.
0: I really do think it's gonna be Man City Chelsea final. I don't think Madrid. You know, they're gonna. Well, Chelsea plays somewhat similar to Madrid in my oh, yeah. opinion, so I think their matchup is going to be like equal. But I think Chelsea is going to be able to get through, and then PSG, uh, Man City, Man City is just the best team in Europe. That's all I can say.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, you know the way that Madrid's playing right now. Even though last game didn't look too great, I feel like they had a game plan going into into Anfield playing against Liverpool, but. I think, uh, you know, I definitely think Chelsea can beat Madrid just because overall I think their team is a lot better and they have a lot more depth than Madrid at the moment, especially with a bunch of injuries that they have. Um, but this is Madrid's tournament, you know, we've seen them win a lot of, a lot of Champions Leagues that no one expected them to win just because they were out there, you know, dogging and doing the best that they could to, to get, you know, to, to continue the tournament. So in my bracket, I've got Chelsea, I'm still going to stick with them, but... You know i definitely would not be surprised if if madrid pulls it out just like how they did against liverpool um and yeah with psg man city um unless man city picks up some terrible injuries i don't you know i think they're the a way better team than not a bad way better team but i think they're a better team than psg i feel like they're more organized have a better game plan besides give it to Mbappe, give it to neymar and we'll figure it out from there so i'm gonna go with the Man chelsea final as well man yeah yeah uh, i think that's based on our brackets but yeah. hey
0: we move we move that's but cool. onto the europa league
1: yes,
0: quarterfinals which was absolutely insane yes so we have slavia prague versus arsenal Oof. big boy arsenal with a 4-0 win yeah Way, let's go lacazette brace pepe and saka
1: what a game. Yeah. Literally, they dominated in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, it was what? Like 3-0? It was 3-0 in the first 20. Jeez. And Will Smith-Rowe scored one, but then they got called off by, uh, by an offside. Offside. So. But yeah, literally, Arsenal, they are...
0: Like, ah, so much
1: issue with my Arsenal.
0: Because <laughs> in the first leg, they look dreadful. Awful. <laughs> in this game, they literally dominate them right. for the full 90. And it's just like, the inconsistencies from Arsenal just continues to show. And it's just like... When are we going to get a, you know, just a consistent Arsenal team?
1: Right. I agree and I feel like that's what's going to be Arsenal's downfall in this Europa League is that they can't, you know, with with these tournaments you have to be on you have to be on it 180 minutes, you know. And, and, you know, if you go away or, or if you play bad when you're away or at home, those could be could be costly. So, I haven't seen a consistent Arsenal side and they're playing against the you know, of Villarreal, and that in the next round, you know, Vieira has you know Unai Emery, which is he's the coach that's been most successful in this tournament. So he knows what he's doing, especially with his Villarreal side that's fighting to get into Europe again. So, so he he knows, you know, if there's a team that can knock Arsenal out, it's going to be his team. But but you know, we're not talking about Villarreal, we're not talking about Arsenal. They they played well. If they can keep this momentum going and you know keep doing well, they they could make it to the final, but. I wouldn't be surprised if, if they get knocked out in the next round.
0: Yeah, I feel you. And they were out without um, Aubameyang because he actually contracted malaria.
1: Yeah. Um, I saw I heard
0: that. And I was like, whoa, he contracted malaria? Right. I was like, Phew. but hopefully he gets well soon. It's been but a yeah. weird season for Aubameyang. It's been a very weird season. A lot of
1: personal things and then a lot of things within the coach, within the dressing room, and, you know, illnesses. So.
0: Yeah, very weird season for him. But yeah. hopefully he gets well soon um, so he can play in this – you know, yeah. semifinal because be Arsenal needs him. They yeah, need him yeah. for the
1: semifinal. And, you know, any team is better with Mbappé in it. So. Exactly, so.
0: and yeah, but really good game from Saka. Saka, he was dominating. Oh, yeah. um, well. Smith Rowe played very well. Um, Langazette obviously, with the brace, he right. played, played well. Pepe's first goal was yeah.
1: Yeah, it was. Cool. A, he definitely could have saved <laughs>
0: that. I was like, literally, near, around him with the ease But yeah, I was like, near <laughs> post. The keeper was
1: like falling. I was like, I'm keeper. I don't even think the keeper could see. He's like, he had like a that, head guard and a face guard. I was like, bro, what yeah. Do you I
0: do not know what that man was playing. <laughs> he was like, mm, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, but yeah, you know, hopefully Arsenal can keep this up. With obviously 0 victory, that's massive for yeah. the, you know confidence. Hopefully they don't go in the Prem and they you know lose like. To a really crappy team because they need this momentum.
1: I yeah. just hope they can keep it up. Let's just hope. Yeah, let's hope. But we'll see, you know. We'll, let's hope. We'll see. Arsenal might do an Arsenal once again because that's known for. They're known for, for doing that. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that is true. But on to the second game, which was Vier versus Dynamo
1: Zagreb. Dynamo Zagreb. Yeah.
0: I said it right. No, you said it right. Zagreb. Yeah. I said it right. I was just saying it. Man. Look at that. Look at that. Your boy actually said a name right. So, Villarreal uh, Real <laughs> winning 2-1. to one. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, they look good this game. Real, um Real. Jeremy Rennel had a
1: banger. Jeremy Moreno played very well. He played well. very yeah. well. Chicoise um, hit the post. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, he hit post twice. Yeah, twice. I was like... And yeah, Trucquist is a baller. He's a very good player. Yeah, I um, thought that on the ball he should, he was going to bang that in. Yeah. I was like, that's 1 0. And was it uh, was it Moreno's goal when when Albiol went up? Yeah, that Albiol. Albiol play? Yeah, yeah bro, Albiol went all the yeah, way yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Like, yeah, center back, you know. <laughs> he literally sent center back all <laughs> he the took, way up. He took like, he, you know, jumped like a good 15 yards, put it to the flank, and then got it back, and played a good ball back into the mix. Um, you know, they were up 2 0 no at half. And then Zagreb's goal was lovely, though. The nice yeah. little 1-2 with the instep finish to the far post. Yeah,
0: Orsic. Orsic, yeah. Yeah, he, he's Orsic is a baller. Yeah. He's yeah. he's going to get signed this summer.
1: I oh, think. yeah. And I feel like a lot of teams, you know, or a lot of players that play like, on, like, these over like, teams, like, even, like, for Porto in the Champions League, Dinamo Zagreb in this one, you know, uh, they definitely got some potential. They have some good players. That's the reason why I sent, you know, as to why they made it so far. But a lot of them are very young and inexperienced, so... You know, that's probably why they're out. But, you know, this game was definitely entertaining to watch. You know, there's definitely a few chances. Paco had a couple. Yeah. He, had, he had the first goal. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we'll do go. you know,
0: had chances in the second half they could have put away? Orsage yeah. missed, missed a couple. I went wide from the post. I was yeah. like, you know, they. you never know. They could have pulled up the, offset, the upset. because They came out strong. They did the come out strong. Half. In the second, yeah, the second half, second half they see, came yeah. out very strong. First half, I think they came out a little too lax. A little sluggish, they yeah. Was, you know, they were obviously down 2-0. So, you're like, eh. But then, obviously, in the second half they came back on and they yeah. they look good.
1: Yeah, they thought they were playing Tottenham. <laughs> that's the last one. But uh but yeah, Villarreal is not Tottenham. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Villarreal is not Tottenham.
0: But yeah, go for Villarreal semifinals. Unai Emery going up against his former team. Yes, sir. So yeah, that's th- gonna be a good one. Former, you know, that rivalry is gonna be. This is
1: this is personal. This is very personal. So
0: so yeah, that's gonna be a good game to watch. But yeah. on to the next game, we have Manchester United versus. Granada. There you go. Say it, right? Granada, there you yeah, go. Yeah, uh, United won 2-0 at home. Yeah, United just dominated this game. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. They, Granada literally had nothing going for them.
1: Yeah, the best thing that they had was Vallejo's own goal.
0: <laughs> that was it. <laughs> literally, yeah. literally, that was it. Other than that, United just were dominant
1: this game. Yeah, Cavani has scored another goal. Paul You know, they, they both link well together. So, yeah. um, if they can keep up. Uh, Cavani, you know, he's old now. Not old, but he's getting up there. He's like 33, 34. Um, If they can keep him for another year, I think it would be very, very essential for this club. You know, as long as Pomba isn't injured and is happy and and can keep balling, I think Manu can definitely do some damage next year. Yeah. Um, If they can, you know, keep Fernandez healthy, use use. You know, Donny Van de Beek when they need to play a bit more as well, gain his confidence back. I think this man, you can the man team can can definitely do some damage. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Cavani being there would definitely help out with the youngsters like Rashford, Martial, and Greenwood. You know, he has that leadership, that that experience that these younger players need. So, keeping him around would would definitely benefit Man United, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree on that. To be honest, I think Cavani has been
0: a prolific goal scorer since he played at Napoli. So, Um, yeah, just keeping him around would give. Mason I think it would help Mason Greenwood yeah. Martial out, out a lot because you know this dude's been doing it for forever seems like yeah. so you know obviously having him as a mentor will be you know key for their development and oh yeah it'll obviously help them not, you know next year when they make it in the Champions League so obviously it's going to be a major
1: boost for them so right. obviously that's important right I agree um, unless he leaves you know they probably have to sign someone someone big like a I don't know like a Harry Kane or even like a like a howling, Yeah. But we'll see what happens. I think as long as they can keep Cavani on the on the payroll and keep him happy for at least another year, it'll definitely do the team some good. So so we'll yeah. see what
0: happens with them. Yeah, good one for United. Onto the semifinals, but on to the biggest game in Europa League, which was Ajax versus Roma. We both got this wrong. <sighs> I was so disappointed. Uh Ajax and Roma both tying one one. So it means Roma advances on a three two aggregate. Yep. And, oh my god, I was, Ajax dominated this game. They dominated both legs. They dominated both legs, but they could not finish. They. Tell me what you think about the goal that was disallowed. The,
1: oh, one, the um, foul. The, the Tiger, foul. Tadalicufico foul uh Mkhitaryan. Yeah. I think it was a foul.
0: To be honest, it was a
1: soft foul. It Mkhitaryan was... definitely flopped. You can't even lie, he flopped. I don't know. It looked like Tabula Fico kind of ran through him. Maybe. In my it, opinion. In my opinion, I thought If he would have not lifted his right leg up and made it seem like he was leaning him in the stomach, then I don't think it would have been a foul. Yeah. But, it was a great finish by by Tadic. but, mm-hmm. in my opinion, when you look at the different angles, yeah, I agree it's soft. It wasn't like anything too damaging, but it did, you know, it did not allow McIntyre to get through, which is what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. So, you may think it's not a foul. I, I think it's a soft foul, but I, I, it's a foul in my opinion. I, I thought it was. I, thought it wasn't. I, I didn't want it to get called because obviously I wanted Ajax to go through. But I think it was a foul. Yeah. In
0: my I, opinion. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 I, I might be biased, but uh, that wasn't a foul to me. You're just biased. There yeah, they may be a little biased. But, <laughs> hey, you know, I don't know why, what was going on in this game. Literally, Ajax had 72% possession. 72% possession, and they had, I think, 12 shots.
1: Honestly, this was Europa League's version of buying against PSG. Literally, it was. Because <laughs> all Rome was doing was
0: getting the ball and going on the counter. Mm-hmm. And they, that's how they scored their goal. Djoko the, um, scored. Gekko scored. And who was it that went down the line? It was, Pellegrini. was it Pellegrini? Uh, I believe it was Pellegrini. Or Cresante. Or Cresante. He saw, he made some do fall. And then. <laughs> Just gave a ball to Dzeko, and Jago obviously in the
1: six. Yeah, it was like a shot, finish. rebound, and Dzeko's yeah. not going to miss from inside the six-yard box. So. Exactly.
0: And then, I don't know what was going on with Ajax. They just, they can't finish. They had
1: a chance. You know, uh, Paul Lopez had a had a couple a couple errors, and, and, and literally looked like he was gifting Ajax. You know, he did it in the first leg, did it in this leg as well. Uh, but Ajax just, just couldn't put them away. And they obviously, you know, bit him in the behind, so... So, IX is, is going home, but, uh, you know, I think we can all agree that they played some good football. Yeah, they played well. It's just it, a shame when you see a team that plays good football leave because I feel like they would make games a lot better, but yeah. what can you do? Yeah, I agree on that. And to
0: be honest, like, it was just, like, David Clarkson in the first half Yeah. when, uh who was it, Pat Lopez gave a ball Lopez, out. Yeah. Literally, David Clarsen, um, Anthony gave a ball to David Clarkson. Oh. I thought that was going to go out. Like, That's yeah. a goal. And...
1: Blocked off the line. The way that the Roman players tracked back though for that was was very impressive. You know, I was like, oh God. Yeah, I
0: was like, I was not expecting that. Yeah,
1: putting the bars on. Yeah,
0: it was just like combined the two legs. Ajax just couldn't finish their chances. Yeah, they missed so many you know chances in the first leg. They missed so many chances this game. Yeah, it was just you know we say it all the time. You got to finish your chances, and they don't. In my opinion, they don't have a true striker.
1: Yeah, I feel like the the best striker they had was the 19 year old kid. I forget his name, but he's the one that scored in this game, and. You need an actual striker, you know. But it just makes me wonder, you know. Imagine how good this team would be if they still have the same players that they had a couple of years ago. You know, Delict, Van de Beek, Frankie de Jong. <laughs> Someone I mean, so much talent that they had, you know. Uh, but what can you do? Yeah, they, I, if they had that team, they would have dusted
0: Real Oh, been. yeah. They wouldn't even be in, 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 in Europa. Yeah, they'd they'll be in Champions it. League. Yeah, they'd be in Champions League. But still, it was just disappointing because they play such an attractive style of football. Yeah. And it's just sad to see him leave and lose to a counter-attacking team. And it's just sad.
1: But yet you wanted PSG to beat Bayern Munich.
0: Hey, 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 hey. PSG can play attractive football sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, they can. They're a good team. Yeah, they're a good team. But, yeah, that was the quarterfinal. So we have a really good semi-finals. Oh, yeah. So we got Man United versus Roma. And Villarreal versus Arsenal. What do you think? What do I think? So... Obviously, the dark horse in the room is obviously Roma. Cause Roma oh, yeah. Roma, you're, you know, we were both expecting Ajax to go through. If it was Ajax-United, that would be a whole different game. But oh, yeah. Ajax, oh. they play total football, and, you know, United, we all really know how United plays. So, it would have been such a better game, but I feel like it's going to be the same. Like,
1: play Ole Ball. <laughs>
0: Oleball. Oleball. They play, I think it's going to be the same. Roma's going to come with the same approach. Yeah. I think you're just gonna play defensive because I don't think they got the, you know, obviously has some talent but not as much talent as United has. Oh, no way. So, but I think United's gonna go through in that bout. They're gonna go through. Yeah. I would say and for Villarreal Arsenal, it's a good game. You're going with Arsenal, aren't you?
1: I, I have to go with Arsenal. I'm going Villarreal
0: <laughs> You switching? Like, okay,
1: no, okay. I said Villarreal I you said Real did- Arsenal final. I mean Real uh, Manu final. You did say be around United yeah. final, so you're sticking with your guns on I'm that. Sticking with my guns, man. I think United Emery's got some personal, you know, against Arsenal. I think you know he's obviously uh, he's a more experienced coach, you know, and that could either be a good thing or a bad thing. I like, look at Mourinho; Mourinho's experience is heck, you know, but he's crapping the bed the bed with with Tottenham right now. But um, this is United Emery's tournament, you know. He's won it three times with Sevilla, lost it once with Arsenal against Chelsea. Um... I just, think over the, I just think his team is a bit more consistent, maybe. I don't know. I like La Liga a lot more than the Prem because I like that more possession style of football. So I'm a bit more familiar with Villarreal, even though I watch Arsenal all the time. And we talk about him, you know. Um, I just think in terms of possession, and how much more consistent Villarreal is compared to Arsenal, that'll be the difference. Um, if Arsenal comes out and plays, you know, both legs spectacularly, then, you know, I think they can advance. But I think in terms of... Villarreal's possession, their style of play, and how much more consistent they are than this current Arsenal side, I think they will be a bit better, especially when you got players like Paco Alcácer, Danny Parejo, Jair Moreno. Jair Moreno. Jared Moreno's got an appetite for goals, so it's crazy. Maybe
0: there was a stat, he, in like, t- before the game, he scored or assisted in like 22 of Villarreal's 23 goals. So yeah. He's literally this a guy goal is, machine. This,
1: guy, this guy is, you know if they can keep them healthy, and you got players like Chicoese, yeah, if they can keep those guys healthy, you know, I think that, Ars- that Villarreal will definitely... Not definitely, but I think they can definitely... uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they can get by Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Not man. with ease, but I think over both legs, they'll be the better team. Yeah, I feel...
0: I mean, I, I can see that happening, but I got to support the boys. I got to support Arsenal. Let's go, boys. Let's go, Arsenal. The I got to support the Gunners. But those are what happened in Europa and the Champions League. So we got the semifinals,
1: and it's going to be... Lovely to see. Oh, and I think me and I I's gonna beat Roma too. There you go. Yeah, United. Exactly <laughs> right. But hey, we we, we assume what's gonna happen. In that yeah, game. yeah.
0: We'll but see. here's some, you so, know, ready for some predictions? Yes, man. Prediction for the weekend. It. We got some insane. Not gonna lie, we got some really good games. Oh, this we have ago. some great, we have some great games. So first in the Prem, we have Everton versus Tottenham. So both teams aren't doing so hot. Mm-hmm. They're not really doing well in the league. Well. They've done okay in the nah. league. Like they're they're all right, but recently they haven't been having good performances lately.
1: Um, so tell me, who you got, bro? I don't know why I keep doing this to myself, but I'm gonna go with the Tottenham win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the two-one Tottenham win.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Gary okay.
1: Kane and Sonny score one. Kyrie Lewin scores the one for Everton. Okay. Boom. Okay. I feel um, I'm going to get disappointed, but uh, who cares? Yeah, it's Tottenham. <laughs>
0: it's Tottenham. It's Jose. Yeah. What do you expect from Jose? But, yeah. Um, yeah, i say I think Tottenham probably, not going to lie, Everton has been playing well recently. Yeah, I don't know what's been going on with them. I don't know what um, Claudio uh, Ancelotti's been doing lately. He's, um, I mean, he has all such good talent, but I don't know. He just can't use it. Same with Jose. He can't use his talent. Um, like, they're both really good managers, but they just don't know how to use the team around you know their style with the team that they have, but I think Tottenham is just a better team than Everton. They're oh flat. yeah! So they have much better talent. They have much better players. So I think Tottenham's probably going to win this game. I say give it a one nil. One well, nil, no, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be
1: like a one, one goal difference. So yeah. I don't yeah, none too crazy,
0: but. That's literally the only good Prem game That's on this weekend So If any other crazy upsets happen Then we'll talk about it 100% But like That's literally the only good Prem game That was on But There are some insane Insane Serie A games That mm. have major implications Let though. me get them we, We're talking major implications So first We have Atalanta Versus Juventus Oof, this Which is, what? is 3 against 4 This is 3 against 4 Ooh. 3 Yeah 3 against 4 Who's in third, Aaron? Juve's in third with 62 points, and Atalanta's in fourth with 61 points. Wow. Man. What? Woo, man, this is going to be a game and a
1: half. I already know who you're going with.
0: You? What do you mean? you go for Atalanta. Uh,
1: you're going for Atalanta with your man,
0: big boy, Duvan Zapata. You never know. You going scoring a hat-trick this game or what? Against,
1: if he scores a hat-trick against Juventus, I will be the happiest man alive. If he scores a hat-trick against Juventus... If Atalanta win this game, I'm going to buy you an Atalanta jersey with <laughs> in the back. Um, Yo, that will be um, If he scores, okay. If Atalanta win and if he wants Zapata scores in this game, okay. I'm going to buy you an Atalanta jersey okay. with Zapata in the back. Okay,
0: I'm down with that. I'm down. But, okay, let's see how this game's going to go. So, obviously, Juventus, we obviously know their woes in the midfield. You know, pretty much shooting themselves in the own foot. Being. um. They're worst enemy, essentially. Right. And Atalanta, you know, they're sort of like a dark horse team, in my opinion. Like, yeah. they're always a team that, they're good, but no one, they always get underestimated against these, you know, powerhouse teams, like Inter, Juventus, or AC even. Yeah. But I think Atalanta is gonna, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be like, like they, when they face Madrid, sort of. Okay. How, how, like, you know, teams sort of overlook them. But I think they're actually going to prove that they're actually good. And this is a preview for the Copa Italian final. It is. So, this is, like, you know, major. Because both teams are going to see how they play. Right. And what tats they're going to use. So, I think it's going to be... I think Atalanta is going to win. I think it's going to be 2-1. And Pata is going to score 1. And Mural... Probably Mural. Mural.
1: Mural. Or, uh, going to score that. Okay. All right. Um... Yeah, I, w- I-, I want to see Atalanta win this game for sure, but just to keep it interesting, I'm going to with go the, with the Juventus win. I'm going to go with 2-0 Juventus win. <sighs> Big boy, uh, Ronaldo's going to score one. Okay. And then
0: Federico Chiesa
1: okay. is going to score the other one. Federico, not going to lie, if Federico Ch-
0: Ch- Chiesa P- P- will probably go off this game. Yeah. He's going to probably go he's off. He's been balling. He's been okay. balling.
1: Recently, he's been... Literally insane. Ever since I got knocked out of the Champions League, I feel like I've seen more of a, <laughs> more of Chiesa, you know, uh, playing the way that he wants to play. Yeah. like not He's not being non-
0: scared to do it. Yeah, exactly. So. And I think it's because the Champions League has such high pressure on yeah. him. Yeah. And he's like, always oh, a Champions League. But I think it, when he plays in the Serie A, he's a lot more relaxed and Right. All that. So, but on to the next biggest big, you know, Serie A game. We have Napoli versus Inter. So this is a massive game. We... Inter, obviously, being in first place, having, you know, an 11-point lead. But Napoli, they're in fifth place, and they're only two points out from a Champions League spot. Three points out from third. Right. So, this is extremely tight. Yeah. And
1: pretty much Napoli has to win this game. Has to. Yeah, because if Atalanta wins, right, and they surpass Juventus, they'll be at 64. Napoli is currently sitting at 59. So, whoever... If whoever wins the Juventus Atalanta game, and if Napoli can wins this can can be intertwined in this game, they'll be comfortably sitting in the Champions League spot. Yeah, and then that, not comfortably, but they'll be, the loser, they'll be in there. And then the loser,
0: and then the loser of the Juve Atalanta game will be sitting in the Europa League spot. Fit, yeah. So major implications. So Chris, tell me how this game you think is going to turn out between
1: <sighs> these two squads. Ah, this is tough. Um, I feel like Napoli is a lot better at going forward and trying to create something, unlike Inter. I feel like Inter under Ant- Antonio Conte, they've been most successful at kind of just sitting back countering and, uh, you know, using Lukaku, Lautaro Martinez. They got a lot of speed going forward, so... Uh, I just feel like defensively, Inter is really strong as well, so I'm going to go with... Uh, hmm. I'm going to go with the, with the 2-1 win... Inter Milan. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you see, still, Inter is still
0: being an undefeated I'm giant. In,
1: yeah, Inter just but looks... Their win streak is... I don't even know how long their win streak has. Yeah. wins have they have? in Especially a Especially with Lukaku, Lautaro Martinez up top. You know, they got so many numbers. They got so much... On paper, they're just so much better than Napoli. And, yeah. And, and, and you know, they have so much... Their gap on AC Milan and all the other teams are just so... Yeah. So... Yeah. uh it's just so big but if Napoli can win this game I will be excited to see Napoli win this game though because that will mean so much for this you know these last few games of the season I feel you on that I feel you so obviously
0: we know what interstrike force can do right we've seen how much damage they can do with barely any chances in the game and they can still put them away right so they're clinical up top they're midfield yeah Vidal Brozovic, you have so much depth in that midfield; it's insane. Their defense is strong. Yeah. And in goal. Adinovich it's literally incredible. like an, a perfect Serie A lineup. Napoli, their sh- their midfield, their w- defense is obviously the weak point. Their right. defense isn't strong. Their midfield is pretty good with um, Zubaliski. He's really nice Pol- from Poland. Um, he's really good. Um, obviously, have yeah, Fabian. So um, yeah, they you know, they have a pretty good midfield, and they're obviously attack. They have a senior Mertens yeah. You know, they have a good strike force. Um, but Inter, we we've seen Chucky Lozano as well, but we've seen what Inter can do. Yeah, we've seen what they can do week in week out. Obviously, they they're just dominant in this area, and I think it's gonna continue this week. I say, I think it's gonna be scoring like AC Milan. I think it's gonna be three one Inter.
1: Okay,
0: three one yeah, Inter I Milan. Sure. I can see that happening. But yes, but the game that we that we that we are excited for, which is Barcelona, Athletic Bilbao de Copa del Rey final. Chris, tell me what you got going on. Who's gonna win the Copa del Rey final?
1: I'll take Bilbao. I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ, it. they might win it, but I'm going for a Barcelona win, man. I have to. That's my team. That's our team. That's our team. Yeah, I need a. I need Barcelona to pull through for this one. You know, they drop points against Madrid. No Clasico. You need to lift up the spirits to, to finish strong, and what better way to do it than to beat? I Bilbao, the team that you lost the Supercopa de Espana to a few months ago. I'm gonna go with the two no win. Your boy Lionel Messi with the brace. Okay, let's get it. Let's get Leona's it. Then he's gonna leave in the summer and be like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Not yeah. Angry. I'm
1: gonna go with the with the with the Barca win two no. Okay. So and that would be crazy because that means that Bilbao would have lost twenty twenty Copa del Rey final and the twenty twenty one within a matter of like ten days or so. Yeah, that's so. crazy. That's crazy. But I also think Barcelona
0: hat will win this game. Let's hope. Let's just hope. But I think Bobal they obviously won the penalties against um, Levante when they faced them in um, you know in their semifinal. So you know they're they're shaky. Mm-hmm. They're not doing so hot. Barcelona. We know how you know. Obviously, we recently lost against Real Madrid, but we played a good game. Like we didn't play bad that game. Yeah. So you know. It has lost focus. Yeah, they just lost focus. But Bill Ball hasn't been playing well. They just lost to Real Sociedad. Yeah. But I don't and, know. I feel like you could Munain's swag alone could beat Barcelona's team. Munain's so <laughs> swag alone. <laughs> Gotta love it. But no, I think um, I think Barcelona will win this game. I say, I give it a two-one. Two I give it two-one. One. Yeah. I give a two-one Barça. I think. Um, I think we're just going to, you know, show our dominance this game. Let's hope. Let's just hope because, you know, Roman Cunningham's been playing. No, 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 no. has been doing well. Yeah. But, you know, I think this is the game where he has to be like, this is it. Like, you know, three back. You know, this is when three back's going to work. Because, you know, they obviously have pace up top with, you know,
1: Inaki Williams and oh, all yeah. Like that. Inaki so, Williams, yeah, Inaki Williams, Garcia. Crazy right foot. Left foot as well. Igor bunch of players. You're like, so I think this one of the three backs really gonna shine.
0: And I think he's gonna be like, yo, this is the game that's gonna solidify me as the manager. True. Sure. So I can see that. I can see that. But yeah. So those are predictions right. for the weekend and that is inclusion of the episode, Christian. So we talked about Champions League quarterfinals, Europa League quarterfinals, little brief semi finals for both of them, gave our predictions for Serie A, gave predictions for the Prem, one Prem game. And we gave <laughs> our predictions for the Copo del Rey final. Yes, sir. Come on. Copo de Rey final tomorrow. Boys. Copo del Rey final tomorrow. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. I am literally going to be like, oh, livid if we win. Can't wait for Saturday. I can't wait. 3.30 p.m. I can't wait. It's going to be an amazing game. Let's but get it, boys. Come let's on. get it. Let's get it. So, that's the clues of the episode. Chris, any final words you have for the people?
1: Yes. KTP baby and visca versa. Come on boys. KTP baby, we
0: love y'all. Stay p pe- Yeah. Stay, stay well. Stay safe and peace, y'all. <laughs> peace out.